All right. What is this thing? We are starting the new Nichols Esports podcast. Don't currently have a name yet. We're still trying to figure that out. But, um, you know, my I want to introduce ourselves first. Uh, I'm Stephen Lockwood. I am Timothy Doty. And I'm Brandon Drake. And we're just really going off the cuff and starting this thing. Um, really trying to get into, you know, talking about what's going on here at Nichols Campus. Um, what is this thing that we're doing with esports and how each sort of, you know, implementation from the uh, student side, from the faculty side, uh, what's going on here? Um, the, the Nichols College Esports uh, podcast is certainly a work in progress on the name, oh, I will say. <laughs> uh, at the end of the episode, we will be given a, a few of the different options that we have come up with, and we would like to hear people's input on which one they think is the best. Definitely. Yeah, or send in any original ideas that you think would fit really good or you think you want to see. Definitely, 100%. be great. We definitely want to hear from the campus, you know. Um, we, Dave and Charles, they're really, really interconnected with the campus, and we really want to make it a part of the whole life here. Um, but, you know, let, let, let's talk about a little bit what's going on, like actually going on. Um, Brendan and I were at the meeting last night um, for the actual team, for the info session. Um, Brent, tell me a little bit, like, what do you think about everything? I mean, I thought the turnout was a little lackluster, but hey, you know, what are you going to do? A lot of people have sports that they have to do, classwork, and also, any anybody that has any questions, you can email esports at nichols.edu for any questions um, for Dave or Charles to answer, and they usually get back to you pretty pretty quick. Yeah, um, I, I definitely feel, obviously, the same thing. Um, there's definitely a little bit lackluster, but, you know, it is the first meeting there. We are sort of throwing this thing together. It's very all over the place, which is, uh, as far as I've heard, a lot of the same coming from every other school. Um, trying to jump into this space, trying to create this thing is insane. And uh, we're trying to do our best. And the, the, I was actually, it was lackluster, but I feel like it still was a good turnout because um, the amount of kids that were there that said that you know there are other kids out there right, that yeah, wanted they had to some come friends that wanted to play or yeah. that they knew they they definitely seemed to have enough interest for it um which definitely i feel like you know is a really 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 good thing we'll we'll figure it out but i mean the games by the way that we're playing are rocket league nba 2k um hearthstone and League of Legends, um, and I feel like there could definitely be more more interest with more games. Obviously, uh, definitely we're on the way to that. But uh, you know, the interest yeah. is the main part that oh, we right. need. I feel like I've, I've been kind of quiet in this whole conversation. I, I guess coming from like an outside perspective, like of course, like I love esports, which is why I'm doing this podcast, which is why you asked me to do this mm-hmm. podcast, but. I don't know of like the whole like Nichols College like structure of the esports how it like came to be. I know I, I for journalism class I did the interview with Dave, and he talked about how, like, for example, you getting the internship it was a perfect opportunity for this esports program to start up because of the the need to market esports at Nichols. I mean, granted, 
it is like a, a a topic, a hot button topic, if you will, of discussion, whether esports is considered a sport or not. I wrote my article on that actually, <laughs> and I, I feel like it's just like I said, like the need to market the idea is important, and I feel like that is like the 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 concept of this podcast and is why we're starting it okay. is to get the, the the actual public interest in the pod the podcast in general because if we get the interest in the podcast then we get the interest in the community at Nichols to actually get behind esports as an athletic competition at right. the school and I think that's like the that's the best part about this program right now is we don't have a dedicated structure we don't have we don't know exactly what we need we're kind of like like Steven said we're going off the cuff here and we we can experiment with things and that's that's the the best part yeah it, it's all collective with the school like we are going connecting as much as we can with campus life and trying to figure out what they want um you know we are trying to do our best and that's the thing dave and i i went had the internship with him researching what is esports what does it look like on a campus what are kids into um a lot of research at our school a lot of sports games obviously were dedicated to our athletics half the school is you know student athletes um so we're trying to make this thing and it's very very interesting to be honest uh, here's a question especially for, you, a part of it. for both of you okay. what is your definition of a sport pose that question already <laughs> on the first podcast okay um honestly anything that is competitive and either goes to a mental physical standpoint of challenging and quote-unquote athlete um and just sort of having that competition having that factor having that you know no rule like having the structure of rules um with a competition and all meeting at an end goal to you know win something at the end of the day that's really my definition for the most part um I don't yeah i mean um i pretty much everything that you just said any any type of formal competition that has some type of prize pool whether it be either even even bragging rights i would say would could be considered a sport so I guess I can kind of like put this into context. Like you brought up, Steve, you brought up like the, the mental aspect of sports yeah. as a whole. And I feel like, I mean, people's definition of like esport athletes, like the stereotypical thing is like some guy living in his mom's basement just playing a video game oh, for yeah. hours. But like, if people actually like sat and watched esports and looked at these guys, I mean, yeah, there's a handful of them maybe that fit the stereotype, but most of them are just like young kids 18 21 like they're starting their right, like yeah. they're starting their career like at that point like or 13 like the 14 uh, <laughs> like guy yeah. i mean look at nade shot dude yeah. yeah like for sure like the ceo of 100 thieves the dude created an empire on just streaming call of duty yeah yep. like and the guy's what 25 now something, something like that yeah and a co-owner of his company is Scooter Braun. Like, that is just <laughs> ridiculous. Scooter Braun and Drake. Yeah, and Drake. But, like, well, Drake was kind of like an investor. Yeah, but, yeah. like, Scooter Braun actually owns a piece of the company. But I feel like the mental aspect of, of 
esports as a whole is way more important than the physical. Anyway, that's what I'm trying to, oh, yeah. to get at. Yeah. Like, like for example, I don't know if you watch Counter Strike. No. So they have the different role, and one of the roles in the team is actually an in-game leader. And they're always like considered like the weakest link of the team <laughs> because they, well, the thing is why they do that is because they're, what they do is like they don't really like play as much as the other players around them. Like they're the centerpiece of the team because all they do is think all game. All they do is come up with different strategies, different play calls, mid-rounds, with like 30 seconds left, they got to th say which, which site they want to go to and whatnot. And I feel like that is the key. Like the mental aspect of esports as a whole is leaps and bounds more important than the, the physical aspect. Yeah. I mean, yeah, reactions, that's a big thing, especially in mouse and keyboard games like Counter-Strike or other, like that, that's a big thing. And I feel like that is extremely overlooked in what, is, in what makes esports considered a sport. Yeah, I definitely completely agree with that. It's sort of like the game planning um, that football takes uh, on field, off field, before games, during practices, um, you know, baseball with all the shifts now, um, basketball with their plays, everything, you know, hockey, the same deal. Um, the mental side is always the biggest side. Like we've always talked about that. We, we're all baseball, ex-baseball players. Like we knew the mental side of the game. Like it's one of the craziest parts to it. Um, and that's something that really does show out in esports, and I think that is definitely one of the biggest parts to it, and it it sets itself apart from the rest. Um, you know, l l let's talk a little bit about um what esports actually is. Like, you know, what is this thing that is esports? We talked a little bit about it with um, you know the mental side, everything like that. But there are people out there still that do not know what this is. Yeah, no, people probably think esports is like fantasy football or something. <laughs> yep, yep. There are some people out there, man. Um, so what is esports? I mean, esports is, is basically what it says. I mean, electronic sports. That's, what it, that's the actual name. I mean, they put it in a shortened form to make it not a... Make it cool. Not make Hip. it a mouthful. But like at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's electronic sports. And for like the people who think that like esports isn't a sport, like what well, what else would you call it? Right? Honestly, like, can't put a name on it. Yeah, you, you can't. So it, it's it's an it's a form of competition, which is what a sport is, and it's electronic. So like obviously there's gonna be people that listen to this and they're gonna be like I will never say that esports, video games in general, is a yeah. sport. And I guess to what I say to those people is that's just naive. That's a naive way to think about it, especially with like the the, like the technological advancements that have yeah. been like cropping up like across the globe. And for someone to consider e like esports not being like a form of like sporting or athletic competition is just. And I think, right. I think that the amount of people that really feel that way are, are really decreasing because of things like the Fortnite tournament that just came out with like the first prize of $3 million for one person. That's crazy. I think, I think they're realizing that they're the payout for these things are, is crazy. So I think, I think they finally are starting to realize that. Yeah. Some granted, you know, Fortnite aside, like my, my feeling on Fortnite is a little bit different probably from some people, but oh, um, I never played that game ever. And, 
Okay. From yeah, no, yourself? I'm, I'm, I used to, but no. Okay. Um, it, It's one of those games that became flashy very quick. And I feel like, in a way, it actually was good for the, you know, esports realm. Um, cause you know, like League of Legends, it's one of the most profitable ones out there. It's $25 million for the end prize. Dota like, 2. Dota, the same thing. Like there is money out there and people have to realize that. And I think Fortnite did bring that to the table with, you know, putting on a show, um, doing marshmallow, having like people that, you know, are connected in, in the real world and like know these people. Um, I think it's one of the biggest things that sort of came to esports and e-gaming. And the one thing that Fortnite did was that it made video games mainstream. Sure. Like, you'd see like all these videos posted on Barstool about like uh, Fortnite players, like posting videos about like just right, yeah. stupid stuff that people do in like their frat houses or something playing Fortnite. <laughs> like that is what made the idea of video games that stereotype of who a actual like gamer is completely flipped it on its head oh yeah and definitely you know the actual videotaping of these events it shows that you know it's not just that kid that's in the basement that is just you know the typical person that you would think um it's actually kids that might be a little bit athletic like you know yes there may be some bigger kids and some smaller kids, some younger kids, or like the 40 year old that has kids, has a family and he's trying to make a living and he's actually good at games. Um, there are people out there like that and they are amazing just as, you know, other athletes out there. What do you think the ceiling is on esports? Does it have one? As in like monetary wise or just, just overall just in growth? general, the popularity and the monetary aspect of it as well. I mean, I think like when you brought up technological innovation and stuff like that, I think we're always going to be making new new sorts of technology, and I think that gaming is going to go straight up with that. I mean, I don't think there is a ceiling, personally. Person, personally, um, I think I think you're mostly on on with that. Definitely, like there's always going to be some sort of technological advancement. Um, I I think the the next step is mostly with the shooting games. Um, I, I don't really want to get into that topic quite yet. That'll um, be, a, that'll be a, another discussion we can sure. get into. Because that will raise some concerns and it, 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 it'll take a long time. But um, that is sort of the biggest thing that needs to happen um, come mainstream. And those are some of the games that people love the most. Um, it, it connects the community. A lot of people do it. A lot of young kids do it. Granted, you know, mature label on it. Um, but it, it does, that will help push esports um, and e-gaming. And I feel like there is a st- ceiling. I, I don't think per se that it will, you know, surpass some of the traditional sports. It'll be very, very hard and very, very long for that to happen. It won't happen. I, yeah, I think it's very, very hard for that to even come into question. Um, maybe not in our lifetime, but, you know, it, it down the road, possibly challenge them. Yeah. I think definitely it would definitely surprised. be something that, like, you see on television. Like, like, especially with, like, these new franchise leagues coming out and people, like, 
organizations paying tons of money to be involved in these organizations. It, it's, I mean, if you look at like the franchise sports that are out right now, like football, basketball, all these places, like these these leagues and other all these different video games are doing the same exact thing, like it's just branded differently because it's video games and like i know that there have been like like espn is is tied with the overwatch league so they whenever there's like games going on then they they broadcast those on espn maybe it might be like espn news or something like that One but but it's still being broadcasted like that like that's like the big thing and as long as that popularity or or that like more programs wanting to broadcast the sport the esports that will dictate the ceiling i think it has um i i definitely want to go on one of your points there are actual sports teams getting teams getting like actual games and like the nba league um being one of them um, some of the other sports leagues are getting into it too, trying to create their own leagues. But NBA is the one that's out there right now that's actually, you know, connected with teams and connecting with people and are doing sponsorships and other other sort of deals with them and creating their own teams, which that's is like Rocket League, which is very very interesting. Rocket League, maybe three four years ago, PSG started, and that's a professional soccer team in oh, okay. in Paris, right, right, right. like. They have a, three French players, and they played, and they were good. And I feel like that was like the first, that was like the first time where you actually saw, and maybe in like other places, but I, for the one that I know, PSG was the first one that came to mind. And then just recently, this past year, in the uh, Rocket League Championship Series, I think it was like season seven or eight, I don't know, but like FC Barcelona, one of the largest teams in the world most profitable team in the world has a Rocket League team. I mean, it just goes to show that, like, like actual sporting teams are wanting to get into this because they know the profitability of it. They know what's coming. And they, and they want to be ready just in case their sports might be taken over, which uh, could be a concern. But, I mean, we'll I don't see. think soccer's going anywhere, though. <laughs> Definitely not worldwide. I don't know about in the U.S. Um, but... This is a very interesting time. With like, you know, when's the last time an actual sport this big got made? Um, not in our lifetimes. This is the first one that's coming in. Like, it's an actual sport. It's coming in. Like, we're growing up with a sport. Um, you know, baseball, a hundred years ago or so. Like, that was made, and you know, we're actually seeing an actual sport challenge these traditional sports, which is crazy in my mind. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's challenging just yet, but I think it's definitely getting ready to challenge it. It, It's been one of the most uh, notable and closest, I'd say, that has come to the forefront. Like, I I don't know any other real big sports that have just came out of the woodworks and just exploded. Yeah, I mean, when you see, like, I don't know if you saw DraftKings just started a new esports, esports fantasy sports section. I did not see that. So you can you can now play fantasy esports, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, I mean they're on top of their game. They know what they're doing. Yeah, sports betting does esports now. Yeah, we're we're getting into that realm like e e gaming and all that stuff, and um, you know MLB teams are 
possibly going to set in people to bring down gambling in the future. Like we're going towards that realm. It, it's mind boggling. Uh, yeah. I do feel like we have gotten a little bit off topic. Oh yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, what a podcast that, is. That's though. what yeah. it's about. That's what it's about. You're right. You, but you let your mind run a little right. bit. Let's, let's, uh, hone back in, hone it back into nickels. What is, I mean, I, I know like the, the popularity of like esports as a whole, but like you two, like being a part of the program, what is the, the popularity of esports at Nichols right now? It's very interesting. Um, we, we all know that on college campuses, huge amounts of people play these games. Um, on our campus, it's a little bit different in my mind, just because of how sports centric we are. Um, we take pride in NBA, NFL, like MLB, a huge hockey campus too. Um, and we love these games. And that, that's the one thing that I think hinders us from getting completely invested, uh, such as Becker, like Becker is a computer school. Like they have a lot of computer oriented majors and they were jumping right in, and they created this huge thing. Um, and, and they have that side where they play those actual esports games. Um, some of the major games, like we were talking about before, for sports are actually coming in, creating their own tournaments, like the NBA 2K League. Uh, the actual esports end with the games that are the biggest for competition like league of legends overwatch any of those games it's a little bit tougher to find those kids i'm gonna be honest um i don't know what your feeling is on it but i mean i think uh along with your point with the athletics and how athletic for the school we are i think i think a lot of people feel like they either can't or just don't want to compete in their play. They just want to play it leisurely and they don't want to really stress out about it. That's the reason why they play is to relieve their stress. So I think, I know a couple of uh, guys on campus that would love to play, but they just don't want to compete. Quote no, I, I definitely get that feeling too from here. Um, a lot of these actual student athletes, they, they use that. I used to use that personally to, you know, escape from school, escape from all the pressures of actual, you know, uh, baseball or whatever um use that escape and just wanted to use it leisurely to just do whatever just get my mind off of stuff um and i think that comes a lot with this campus a lot of similarities here um but i think there is a place for it here it, it's on its way um i think it it needs to be started now that that's the thing that's what uh, Dave and I have always talked about it's something that needs to get going because you can't start when it's already exploded. It, it becomes a lot harder to get into it. And and once we get established, I think a lot more more uh, kids will, will come out and be like, hey, you guys seem like you have a good program. I, I'd like to try out or get be a part of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, we, we wanted to really start this thing because we knew what it did mean to campuses and campus life and kids coming in just you know from the younger ages like they're actually getting pretty invested in e-gaming and just gaming in general and not like they're not taking it leisurely sometimes they're jumping into it and i can make a living now like we we see these twitch stars they're making livings they're becoming celebrities um and i think 
that's the road that it's going down to. Um, so I think that's what Nichols is also thinking about. Um, we want this to happen. We know the campus wants this to happen. So let's make it happen. Um, we're jumping into it. Maybe a little bit clunky. Whatever. It, it, it is what it is. That's what a lot of people are doing. And I think it's it's getting there. It's definitely getting there. Um, you know, we're we're committed as far as everything. Brandon, you're gonna be what Dave likes to call oh, it, hype man. Hype yeah. man. Yep. In in realistic terms, more of a broadcaster, commentator. Um, and uh, I I found that funny. <laughs> he brought that up in the meeting. He brought that up in the meeting, and I just started laughing. Dave, um, if you're listening to this, you gotta change that, chief. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we we are committed. We're trying to be like all the top people that are right now in colleges um we want to game cast we want to commentate we want to have this podcast going have other people in the future take this on um create a whole new thing around it whole new sport whole new possible like major whatever we're, we're looking into it we're going for it you know i think the idea of esports marketing can be a major tomorrow like at this school, especially with like how big like the, the marketing program is at the school. And if you combine that with sports, like sports marketing. Yeah. yeah. Like that's massive. Oh, yeah. Especially even like in the profession, not just at Nichols. And like the actual profession, the idea of like marketing for like a sports team is ginormous. Oh, yeah. And I, if we could find a way, I mean, granted, like the idea of sports marketing and esports marketing really isn't that disconnected. No, I feel like not. it's it's just making a few tweaks and just at least knowing something about the video game you're talking about yeah. or something like that will is just that's just something that is just can be done overnight. Oh yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. Um I actually was listening to a podcast on esports before and one of the biggest things that they talked about um was knowing the game. People will take you straight on and if you know the game you know the game they don't care what background you came from you know the game they'll trust you and that's one of the biggest things um is a trust factor and just knowledge um we you know everyone loves when people know things um you can talk to them more have more information on it like you can get to know what esports is and that's what we're trying to do here is let people know what esports is and what esports at Nichols College is. Do you think the the reason why the the numbers for like people wanting to get into esports at the school is so low? Do you think it's because of what's what I'm thinking of? Like um, the, like the sample size of the school, like cause just because the, the school is so small. Yeah. And like maybe if you would do the same thing at UMass Amherst right. or UConn for that example as 40,000 kids like how many people do you think would want to get involved with that and is that just due to like the larger sample size of some of the bigger well I mean that's always a numbers game the more you sift through things the more chance that you're going to find someone that loves it um I think that it does have to do with just the age range that we're in right now like kids that are in college right now some of them maybe freshmen know that that's actually a career you know twitch has exploded in the last few years um they know that that's a career choice for them but that's the thing 
kids that are in college for the most part now, they're already sort of set on what they're doing. They they know what they're doing down the line. Um, and that's probably, I feel like, what's the biggest challenge at this campus. Like, juniors and seniors, it's going to be really hard to get them to do this stuff. Cause right, because they've already set up, they've got their, they're halfway done or, or more than halfway done. They're, they're already on their way. They're, they're coming out. I got my sights set on this job. I want to do this. Oh, well, I missed out. That That's almost what I had a feeling um, after my sophomore year. I wanted to stop baseball just because of that, because I thought I was missing out on stuff because I was playing baseball so much. I wanted to hone in on a job. Like I was missing out and those two years took away a lot of stuff that I could have done. Um, and that was very, it became an issue for me really. And that's what I wanted to hone in and think about what job that I actually wanted. And a lot of kids might've done that over those two years. So a lot of kids by sophomore year, halfway done, like you're saying, they're going and they have their sights set on what they want to do for the most part. There there are some people out there that don't know, which is completely fine, but um, it's a lot harder to find those kids, especially, you know, like you were saying, a campus that's a thousand wide, a little bit over a thousand wide, it it becomes harder with the numbers game. So uh, let's let's talk about the the esports room, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Still haven't seen it. No, you still haven't. You seen should it? you should check it We're, out. We might have to hop over there right after this. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have key card access yet, but uh, it's <laughs> it's a it's a funny it's a funny thing to get into a little bit because you know you deal with a lot of people with um, different vendors um, trying to get in the computers, trying to get we're we're throwing this thing together like I said before it's coming there um we're actually starting stuff this weekend with the nba league we're trying to figure it out trying to get in all the computers and setups which is absolutely hilarious sometimes listening to dave talk about it um but the room looks good i I actually really really like it um thinking that purple would be in nickel's color scheme was a little bit out there but once you actually see the room it looks Really nice, and the, the and light strips make it. Oh yeah, oh I, yeah, you get that. It did an amazing job Fantastic with that. Fantastic job. It, it really puts in a different mood. Um, it's getting there. There's a big um window that we have a little bit of issue with um for lighting. Uh, we're getting a different blind for that, so we can almost black it out. Um, and you know, it, it's gonna be mostly gaming at night, so we really don't have to worry about the lighting that much. But it does set a different type of scene. You know, not just one of those regular office window curtains or anything like that. Um, it, it's coming together. I really like it so far. Um, we checked it out last night with the new tryout uh, kids, and they seemed to love it. They had their inputs. We're going to take those inputs, and, you know, we're working on it right now. It's almost it's coming together. So what games were those people trying out for? Um, they're... So we had a we had a few for Rocket League, a few uh, for 2K. A couple guys actually signed up for multiple, yeah. multiple games. Um, I think League was one of the only ones that we had an issue with. Yeah. So I mean, if you're listening to this and you play League of Legends, uh, you pretty much are on the team. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that little amount of people, huh? I said say... teams of what? Five. Five, I think. Five. Yes. Five. Yeah. Um, five v five. Um, we're. The thing was that there was a lot of actual league players, supposedly, that were not there, that wanted to be there, um, that had other obligations, you know, 
it's four o'clock on a Monday. It's so, sometimes hard for people to get that going. Um, but there is somewhat interest. I, I would love to see, you know, the next go around that we have of the kids that come in for that. Um, Do you know when that's going to happen? The next go around is coming this week. We're emailing out soon just because of NBA being this weekend. We need to get those guys in, um, get them set up, get them feeling good with all the um, placements of everything and how the computers set up looks. Um, and then the next week we will get into more of the quote unquote tryouts, um, you know, quote unquote tryouts because we're starting this thing. We don't care how many people are on this team. We just want the campus to get into it and start to love it and get the name out there and what we're doing. Um, so are there going to be like reserves? What do you mean for like, like for example, like on the Rocket League team, it's three v three, obviously. Yeah. And are you gonna have people who are like reserve players? I'm sure down the line we will. Yeah. Um, I think as it stands right now, we have the the couple guys that have signed up so far, and then we also have the club team that that we're sharing the esports room with that is going to be competing non-competitively, mm. so not competing, but. I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think as more people sign up, yeah, sure. We'll probably have either multiple teams or reserves and, and just I was gonna say because I feel like the the toxicity in esports can can yeah. reach Rocket League especially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that, and good. like a player may not be like a good fit. Right, team, which is and why we asked. talked about that a little bit. We definitely did talk about that. Charles talked about that a lot. Um, tryouts, they're not based really on skill right now. Like, we, we're doing this thing very slowly. Um, we know that there's interest um, for some of the games, NBA being the most, obviously, um, and some of the games there's not that much. Uh, so we want those kids to be on the team, and as many as can, but... The main thing that we're going for, you don't have to be good. We can teach you. We are going with Gaming, gaming Sensei to help teach some of these kids how to play these games that haven't played in a while. I mean, I have, Rocket League is one of those games where you can't teach it. Yeah. It, you it, just got to play it. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to play it. Sure. Um, yeah. Like, I have over, like, 400 hours on Rocket League on Steam. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I haven't played that game in God knows how long. Um, nearly a year charles he was talking about it a little bit he wants people that are good for and show out for the campus they we we don't want those you know toxic kids um granted you know everyone's a little bit toxic at some points in time well, yeah when you're you losing can get enraged. you can get enraged no matter what um i've done it myself which I feel like I'm not that bad sometimes. I did that yesterday playing Madden. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually hilarious. I'm his roommate, and it was great to watch. There's a little leeway, I think, as Charles was saying. There's a little leeway. Like, that's obviously going to happen in gaming. That's that's part of gaming, pretty much. But um, he's, we're really looking for, like, a personality, almost, because right, we're focused on the, the content of, of esports as, as it stands right now. Yeah, we're we're trying to make that Twitch page happen, trying to to connect with an actual community. We want kids in the area, um kids out of the area across the country to you know know what we're about. And that's one of the things you you go on the field for baseball, football, you want to make sure that you're upholding the school's, you know, code of ethics and just what their mission statement is. 
and that's sort of going to go over the same thing because we're considering it a sport like it it's esports you know we're going to hold them up to the same amount um granted you know we're not ncaa because that's not a thing right now um but we do have rules set in place to keep these athletes and students to just be in line to what we need and what we want what do you guys think will happen over the next few months with the integration of esports at Nichols going like merging into the realm the umbrella of athletics at the school yeah that that's definitely um it's going to be interesting to consider with the athletes there are athletes though that are coming on and playing we we've had a few um from the lacrosse team definitely seems to be interested um i feel like there could potentially be some growth in that and bringing the community in um we're planning possibly a opening party not just with the athletes uh that we're having on the team but as well bringing in other people to you know get to know these kids that are you know, going to be representing the college uh, in the next few months. I feel like it, it's going to be the biggest show to see what people consider about this team. Um, you know, I feel like there is potential out there the next few months. It's going to be very competitive in, in a way, um, you know, getting these kids to compete and showing them and showing everyone else that, this is a thing yeah yeah and um correct me if i'm wrong we're having we're holding two seasons correct yes we're we're having a fall and and a spring yep so if like and we're we're willing to work around your schedule so if you play sports we we mentioned this in the meeting and the uh info session um we're we're willing to work around your schedule so if you if you're actually interested come out and you're worried about your schedule don't worry about it yeah it's really charles likes to say it um we're trying to make it as non-committal as possible we we know you have you know your own schedules your own things to do your own sports whatever um you know just two i think it was two meetings like actual team meetings a week that you are playing against each other playing against other competition um optional practice and a slight lift variation yeah uh, like a you, you 10 know. 20 minute jog yeah <laughs> and that, it, it's nothing big it's you know for those athletes that are thinking that, oh, I don't want to lift again. I had three lifts this week. Um, we are taking that into consideration. We're not going to make you lift again, especially we know you're, you got your own thing to go, which is, you know, it, it, we're being very, very uh, lenient with everything. We're, we're trying to go around everyone's schedules, go around everything that er- everyone needs. We're, we're trying to be as best as we can with this, trying to, connect this community together yeah we're not trying to climb over people we're trying to make this as a little bit of a a, a, uh, what's the word not trying to piss people off (laughs) it's it's very gonna be very interesting going around everyone's schedules i mean that's that's always the thing um being committed to a sport is one thing having a non-committal sport as much as it is um it's going to be an interesting task to put people's schedules together. Like it's not, we have a set time to do this. Sometimes it is, but you know, people, people are playing these games by themselves on on their own at their leisure. Like we were saying before, like 
it's you gonna just, be on your schedule. Yeah, the where only difference is you throw on a jersey and yeah, you, you play compete. for Nichols. Yeah, you compete for us, and um, we're getting those schedules in. We're with the CSL and doing their thing. Um, a lot of their competitions and you're there is potential for money like it's an actual thing it's not just another perk of not being with the ncaa yeah you can make the money yeah you can make the money which we haven't fully figured out yet yeah we're getting into it it's all new everyone's going at a thousand miles an hour and everything's coming in way too fast uh that's the hardest part really all right so i have one more question for you two gentlemen before we wrap this thing up in 10 years what do you think the Nichols College esports idea will become? Question, idea. What, what do you what do like you the, the, the whole? Um, okay, I'm trying to think of the word. Like, um, like the concept of Nichols as like an esports school as a whole. How do you like? Like what I was thinking personally was when I was trying to come up with this question was. Do you think, like, right now the esports room is in Fells, correct? Yes. So, do you see that possibly changing over to the athletic center in the next five to ten years? And maybe making that area that you guys made now into, like, an office space for Charles or something like that. Like, actually making these events that are, like, esports, like, having them in the gym at night. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that, and then just have it streamed, and then people can actually sit in the stands in the athletic center and watch this happen. Um, I got you. Um, so, around the area, it's becoming a lot bigger. Uh, Assumption College is cr- actually creating an arena. So, I feel like, you know, with the area being more built up in these programs, it's going to help us out a lot. Um, and, you know, down the line, we're going to be starting to figure it out a little bit more. Um, and one of the biggest things that Charles and Dave really want to press, that room, it's way too small. The, we got six stations for kids. It's way too small. It's almost like a closet space right now. It's it, We don't want it to be there forever. It's not a place forever. We're hoping that the campus is going to work out with us a little bit more as I see the growing numbers of kids wanting to actually do this thing and wanting to come in and actually come to the school to do it um there's plenty of spaces that are available to us possibly uh a lot of politics goes into that obviously uh we're trying to figure it out really um we are considering athletics possibly uh that's a lot of talks a lot of politics going on like i'm saying uh it's coming though i i feel like the biggest part is around the area like assumptions building that arena becker is really really big uh people are considering a sport and so are we and we're on the way to that charles does he at the end of the day he does want to build an arena i don't know how the area of dudley is going to feel about it not even build an arena just the arena could be the gym at the school no That's I, what I, I, was thinking. I i understand that like i could see it happening it's just more the process of bringing in those modules and everything like it they want to probably going to keep it as a gym but bringing in that type of stuff it can cause some issues during the day or anything like that you know you it's open gym like people walk through it every single day we don't want those kids stealing the monitors stealing the pcs anything like that it is a possibility 
definitely closed off whatever um nichols is definitely going to be thinking that a lot in the next coming years um but it, it's something to think about and i think that they're always thinking charles dave the school um they're always thinking they're they're trying to figure this thing out and trying to make it as big as possible really yeah, yeah. and i think that window that you you gave the five to ten years i think I don't know necessarily if Nichols is going to be an, an e-sports-centric school. I think we're still working on that. But, I mean, the potential is there, like we were talking before. like The the growth of esports is crazy, and I mean, nobody can really know how, how big this is going to turn into. Yeah, all of a sudden it could just fall flat on its face. Like, yeah. you never know. But, granted, I don't think that's going to happen. All right, Steve. So, as we wrap this thing up, what do you have for the lovely names for right. our um, podcast? The, the, this has come with a few days of processing just myself. Um, it, it's it's definitely a work in progress. Like everything that we're doing coming at us a thousand miles an hour. Uh, podcast names, I will say it's probably one of the hardest things to do. Naming anything is the hardest thing to do. Uh, but some of the top ones that I've really come up with, there's some iffy ones definitely um bison stampede um electronic bison a little bit adapted but uh trying to get in that esports realm one of the ones that i loved the most was i paused my game to be here um there's some other ones as uh w-a-s-a-d moves me um trying to figure that out a little bit it's a little bit wordy just like uh, i paused my game to be here no lag uh, trying to figure it out a little bit, but I don't know you guys have anything that you thought about. Um, Maybe over the next few days I may. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, not hopefully. right now. Yeah. But really, we're, we're opening it up to the campus uh, to help us name this podcast. We're trying to figure it out uh, a little bit. I feel like there are some people out there that have amazing names for this. And, you know, we're really trying to reach out, trying to create a connection with this campus and get what you guys are feeling about it yeah so it that goes for everything it, not just the name if you know somebody that is good at a game or just even in, wants to enjoy the game in a more competitive setting let us know let dave know let charles know let anybody in that that whole esports and marketing setting that you want to play or that you know somebody that wants to play oh yeah and and for contacting purposes, it's uh, esports at nichols.edu. Um, be able to get Dave or Charles very, very easily at that. Um, we're always working mostly around the clock uh, to try and figure this thing out, try and make this as big as possible, and we want to connect with this campus. Yeah, yeah and for like the idea of like the podcast, obviously we want we want to continue doing what we're doing here yeah i had a lot yeah. of fun doing this, this is, today. This is oh, yeah. cool yeah. This is and we have a ton more ideas so that sounds like we'll wrap it up sounds good yeah definitely um Steve, thank you everyone Tim, listening and brandon we'll see you next time signing awesome. off